Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Workday Physique. I'm your host as usual, Ajitesh. And in today's episode, I'll be covering 25 weight loss tips to get you faster and better results. So if you're tired of trying to figure out what you need to do to get yourself to your weight loss goals and you're confused all the time because there is so much information flooding your brain constantly, then this is the episode that you need because I'll try to summarize everything that is important for weight loss within 20 to 30 minutes. And if you just follow the steps, follow the pointers in this episode alone, you will certainly reach your weight loss goals, provided you do these things consistently. So consistency is key, but these 25 points, I think these are all you need. All right. So let's get started. The number one thing, maintain a food diary. I cannot stress this enough. The main reason why people don't see progress is because firstly, they're just not mindful of what their current eating patterns are like, what their current eating habits are like. A lot of people feel that they don't snack a lot or that they're not eating a lot. But when they start tracking their food intake, when they start being mindful of every single item of food they're putting in their body, they start to realize that they were overlooking a lot of things. And we usually cannot make changes, meaningful changes to our diet, to our nutrition, to our lifestyle, unless we become aware of where the problems lie. And when it comes to weight loss, the main determinants of your success would be nutrition and your exercise. So for nutrition, you need to start becoming more mindful of what you're consuming. And the way to go about this is to get a food scale. All right, get a food scale, weigh your portions before you cook and use an app like MyFitnessPal to record your foods so that you know what you're eating throughout the day so that you can make a change to your current eating patterns to get you to your goals in a more effective manner. Otherwise, there will be a lot of guesswork involved. And when you're doing a lot of guesswork, you don't know what works, what doesn't work, and it will take you longer to get, you know, to get to your weight loss goals. So maintain a food diary. Number two, move more throughout the day. This is very important. Many people feel that exercise is a key driver for weight loss. But if you think of it, exercise is just maybe one hour during from the entire 24 hours that you have during the day. And if you just exercise maybe four times a week, that is just four hours during the whole week. What do you do besides those four hours for movement is actually what matters more. So if you exercise for one hour, but the rest of the day, you're just sitting at your desk, you are a sedentary person. So you don't classify yourself as an active individual just because you go to the gym for one hour. Okay. You are an active individual only if you're moving throughout the day. And in order to achieve your weight loss goals, you need to ensure that you are moving throughout the day. You can make this easy for yourself by getting a step tracker trying to hit a step goal of at least around 7,000, 8,000 steps per day. That's a good baseline number, but you can 
work up to 12,000, 15,000 steps per day and it will keep you very active and it will help you achieve your weight loss goals, I would say, more efficiently. The third thing is to find exercise that you actually enjoy. Now, weight training is great for muscle building, for preserving muscle, but a lot of people are just not into weight training, all right? And I understand that you may not be someone who enjoys strength training, but there may be something else that you actually enjoy. Maybe it's yoga, maybe it's Zumba, maybe it's dancing, maybe it's a martial art, maybe it's a sport. It could be anything. As long as it gets your heart rate up, as long as it improves your cardiovascular capacity or strength or your flexibility or some kind of fitness marker and you enjoy the activity, that is pretty good to get yourself started. If you don't like any of these activities, you can just start off by walking, get a step tracker like we talked about in the previous point. Just do that and then maybe move on to something a little more challenging. So you don't have to start by getting straight into something that you don't enjoy, but start with something that is enjoyable, that is low effort. And once that becomes a regular thing, then you can move on to something that is more challenging. The fourth tip that I have for you is to get enough sleep. Now, sleep is so important for many reasons. There are so many biological processes that happen only during sleep, but for weight loss purposes, sleep is important because if you don't get enough sleep the next day, you will tend to be cranky. You will tend to make poor food choices and also you will tend to have more cravings. So it affects a lot of behaviors which are directly correlated to your diet, your nutrition. And in order to make it easier for yourself to adhere to your diet, you should get enough sleep. So six to eight hours of high quality sleep, quality over quantity always. So high quality sleep, six to eight hours for most busy people is pretty good, but you need to be consistent with it. Make sure you're not using your phone right before bed. Make sure your bedroom is nice, dark and cool and prioritize sleep. Tip number five, eat more vegetables. Now vegetables have everything good going for them. Number one, they are very high in micronutrients, that is vitamins and minerals. Number two, they have a lot of fiber. And number three is they're low calorie. So when you eat a lot of vegetables, when most of your meals have a good portion of vegetables, you will feel full because of the high fiber content. At the same time, you will not be consuming a lot of calories because vegetables are inherently low calorie and you'll be taking care of your vitamin and mineral needs. So eat more vegetables. Tip number six, track your progress. If you're not tracking your progress, how would you know that you're moving in the right direction? All right, so track your progress, get a weighing scale, take your morning weight every single day. A lot of people will tell you that you should weigh yourself just once a week or never weigh yourself at all. I think this is just bad advice. The more data points that you have for your progress, the better your data would be in terms of quality. So if you're tracking your weight every single day, your weight is going to fluctuate, okay? Sometimes greatly, 
from day to day. But what we are interested in is the average weight of the week. So you weigh yourself every single day for seven days, add them up, divide by seven, get that average number. Now track average changes from week to week and see if you're making good progress. But weight itself is not a good indicator of progress. Make sure you're taking body measurements. Make sure you're clicking progress pictures. All right, body measurements, usually weekly measurements are good. Progress pictures, monthly are pretty good. So three metrics of body composition tracking, body weight, body measurements, and your progress pictures should be good enough to have a good idea of if you're progressing well. Tip number seven, cook your own meals. Cannot stress this enough because <laughs> so many people, they rely on other people to cook their meals for them. And then they get confused when they're not losing weight. If you don't have control over the inputs, that is what you're putting into your body in terms of food, you cannot control the outcome. That is how much weight you're losing. Cooking is a basic life skill. You don't have to have fancy chef you know, skills to cook your meals. Just learn the basic dishes that you eat on a regular basis and make your own food at least 80 to 90 percent of the time. When you cook your own meals, you can have better you can make better ingredient choices you can use say an oil spray instead of oil which will cut down your calories drastically you can pick low fat options you can choose not to use high calorie sauces in your meals and you can instead just uh, stick to spices and seasoning so little things but that will make a huge difference and these things will not be taken care of by someone else who does not have your weight loss goals as a priority while cooking. All right. That is tip number seven. Tip number eight, drink sufficient water. Water is, it's important for so many biological processes. Three to four liters of water per day, you should be drinking, um, I think, on average, at least. If you're playing a sport, if you're exercising pretty regularly, maybe more than that throughout the day, depending on how much you sweat. But I think three to four liters is pretty good for most people as hydration throughout the day. So drink enough water. And if you feel a high tendency to snack on foods, drink a tall glass of water before you start eating. And that will ensure that you don't end up overindulging. So that's just a hack. All right. So drink sufficient water. Tip number nine stick to zero calorie beverages. So water is a zero calorie beverage in itself. If you're not drinking water uh, for hot beverages, coffee, tea, anything works, provided you drink with a zero calorie sweetener. All right. So when you drink hot beverages, coffee, tea, stick to something like a zero calorie sweetener, like sucralose, or you could use stevia, something which does not have calories. And if you're a very heavy tea, tea, tea drinker, this is going to make a tremendous difference. And for cold beverages, when you go out in the weekends and you have to chill with friends, but you want to drink something refreshing, stick to diet soda, diet Coke, diet Pepsi. I don't know, diet something which uses artificial sweetener to sweeten the thing and which is zero calorie. All right. So stick to diet Coke, diet soda, diet beverages for your cold options. But water beats all of these. So it's only when you are not able to drink water and when you want something else that you should shift to something which is zero calorie. 
all right tip number 10 use smaller plates now your brain likes to see a full plate always all right so if you have a humongous plate you'll want to load more and more food onto it till it looks full so a way to trick your brain into thinking that you're eating from a full plate is to use a smaller plate all right and that will keep you from unnecessarily overfilling your plate with foods that you don't even want to eat in the first place all right you don't have to be obligated to eat more just because your plate is of a bigger size in order to prevent that make sure to buy smaller plates and use smaller plates tip number 11 eat at fixed meal times many people are actually not very heavy eaters they don't eat a lot of food during their regular meals the reason they put on weight is because they tend to snack throughout the day in between those meals one bite here one bite there one packet of chips here one biscuit there and all of these things add up throughout the day so fix your meal times for yourself say that i'll eat three meals during this 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 time and i will have a snack during the evening at this time and use only those specific meal times to consume your food all right and when you do this it will prevent that snacking tendency between meals and save you those extra calories that you could be eating otherwise tip number 12 which is kind of related to tip number 11 separate your eating space from your working and sleeping spaces your brain associates different spaces with different activities so if you're eating while you're working you're eating while you're in bed it associates those spaces with eating as well so whenever you enter those spaces you'll also feel like snacking so when you're working you'll feel like snacking when you're in bed you'll feel like snacking in order to prevent this from happening fix your eating space to maybe your dining table and fix your meal times like we talked about in the previous tip and both of these together will help you make much better decisions tip number 13 is limit your alcohol intake alcohol in general is just not a great idea from for all kinds of reasons okay but for weight loss specifically alcohol contains calories in itself a lot of people tend to discount the calories from alcohol that is number one alcoholic beverages like cocktails are really high in calories so even if you do have to drink alcohol i would keep away from cocktails you know i would never buy cocktails if i had to go on a weight loss phase just don't do it because cocktails have so many high calorie ingredients in them and oftentimes one cocktail could have the amount of calories from uh, equivalent to a standard size meal so you're just drinking that glass of alcohol and that is equivalent to eating one standard size meal so don't do that don't drink cocktails and keep away from alcohol in general as much as possible because when you're drinking you make bad choices in terms of food maybe in terms of life decisions as well so um, moderate your alcohol intake preferably don't drink alcohol because it'll make you make poor food choices okay and you don't realize if you're full if you're not full you cannot keep track of what you're eating so just a bad thing from it is time for a short break if you have liked the episode so far please take a moment to pause and share it with just one friend 
The podcast has been growing rapidly all thanks to your support and you sharing it is what lets me impact the lives of more people like you. Thank you in advance. Now back to the episode. All, you know, points of view. All right. Point number 14, tip number 14, slow down your eating. It takes a while for your brain to figure out when you're actually full. So when you slow down your eating, you're giving your brain enough time to process if you're feeling full. Otherwise, you go on stuffing yourself and it's too late. By the time you are done with your meal and your brain sends you the signal that, oh, you were full like... (laughs) 10 minutes back and now you have overstuffed your stomach with so much food that is why you feel lethargic you feel like your stomach is going to explode because you ate so much so eat slowly eat mindfully chew your food well that will make sure that you're eating according to your hunger signals and at the same time uh, it will help you eat lesser calories so you will be able to achieve your weight loss goals more efficiently Tip number 14. No, we just talked about that. Tip number 15. Pick correct portions for different foods. When you fill your plate with foods, this is so important. If you're not picking the correct portions for the different food items, you may be eating a ton of food which you are supposed to be eating in smaller portions. Now, portion control is so important. If you don't have a food scale, how do you go about eyeballing portions? Here are a few rules of thumb. Okay, imagine a plate. When you start filling your plate with food, first fill your plate with a serving of protein. A protein serving is usually something that's lean protein. All right, so this could be egg whites, it could be chicken breast, fish, all right, stuff like that. A palm sized portion of protein that should be your first priority. Could be a little bigger than a palm size, but palm size at a bare minimum. Then two fistfuls of vegetables that should be your second priority and then one fistful of some starchy carb like maybe potato maybe rice so that is one fistful this should be the priority for filling up your plate and the fat content will obviously be there in all of these things so fat should be minimal if you're trying to lose weight because fat has the highest number of calories per gram and just follow this specific sequence. Okay, protein, palm size, two fistfuls of veggies, and one fist size portion of starchy carbs. Tip number 16, lift weights in the gym. Now this is kind of relevant to tip number three where I spoke of why you should find some exercise that you enjoy, doesn't necessarily have to be weight, weight training, but eventually you want to get to a point where you are lifting weights in the gym because When you're trying to lose weight, you want to preserve muscle mass. That is, you don't want to lose muscle. You want to lose only fat as much as possible. In order for this to happen, you need to give your muscles a reason to stay. So when you weight train at the gym, when you force your body to get stronger over time, your body keeps those muscles because it knows that it may have to use those the next day for lifting some other load that you keep subjecting it to. So it'll keep those muscles and it will instead resort to your fat reserves for energy. So weight training is important. So eventually you should move from whatever low level exercises that you're doing and incorporate some kind of weight training also into your exercise regime. 
Tip number 17, set and review your goals periodically. If you don't set your goals in the first place, you would not know what you're trying to get to. And goal setting is not something like, you know, I want to lose 10 kgs. That is not your goal. The goal setting exercise should start from why do you want to lose weight? What is your prime motivation? How are you going to do that? Um, how do you break down the process into actionable steps? What things are you going to do? Are you going to hit a certain calorie target? Are you going to hit a certain step goal? Are you going to work out in the gym three times a week? What are your steps to reach to your eventual goal of weight loss? And what is your prime motivation to get there? What is your overarching goal for the entire year? And what do you want to see yourself doing once you have achieved your goal? So what will change for you? All right. What things are you not able to do right now because of the excess weight? Maybe it is not being able to uh, talk confidently in public, wear certain outfits, feel good in your skin, could be health related, you know, issues. So what are the things that will change for you? So these things all come under goal setting and goal reviewing. This needs to be done on a regular basis. I would at least do this every other month preferably every month, okay, and try to do at least an elaborate goal setting exercise maybe every five to six months. So this will keep you motivated. This will make sure you're grounded and you're sticking to the process. So goal setting, important, and finding out your why, finding out your motivation is a crucial part of it. Tip number 18, don't do cheat days and cheat meals. If you want to know more about this, go to episode number 24. It's an entire episode on why you should not be doing cheat meals and why it's a bad idea. But just to summarize, you should not be doing cheat meals, which is a very common thing. And you would hear people say this all the time. Um, Today is my cheat day. Tomorrow I will burn it off. Um, or this is my cheat meal. I don't care what I'm eating. That's just the wrong way to look at food. All right. The First tip that I gave you, maintain a food diary. The main purpose of that is to make you mindful of what you're putting into your body. And a cheat meal is something which is contrary to that, which is in the opposing end of the spectrum. Okay, mindfulness and cheat meal is like two opposite ends of the spectrum. We want to stay as close to mindfulness as possible. So no cheat meals. Everything that you eat has to be accounted for in your diet. You should adjust beforehand to accommodate for meals that you think you'll be eating outside with friends and you need to be able to plan and predict this ahead of time. So when you're able to do that, no meal is a cheat meal. Cheating has a negative connotation associated with it. You never should have to cheat on a diet. You never should have to tell people that I'm on a diet. That is why I can't eat that. You should be able to incorporate all kinds of foods into your regular diet, but that is only possible when you're mindful of your actions, mindful of your food intake, and you can plan ahead of time. So it requires prior planning. Planning is the key and cheat meals are a sure shot way of going down that slippery slope where you go back to your previous lifestyle, go back to eating unmindfully and regain weight that you had successfully lost. So no cheat meals. All right. The next tip, that is tip number 19, is to eat until you are 80% full. There's a term for this. It's called hara hachibu. I'm not 
very sure if I'm pronouncing it correctly. Correctly, It's called Harachi Bu. It's a Confucian teaching that instructs people to eat until they're 80% full. So don't eat until you cannot eat anymore. Don't eat until complete fullness, but eat until you're 80% full. So Okinawa in Japan has the world's highest proportion of centenarians. And the reason people live so long over there is because they consume a calorie restricted diet and they don't put some additional effort into doing that. All they do is follow this principle that they eat until they're about 80% full and that does the job itself. So don't overstuff yourself, but focus on your hunger signals and stop eating when you're 80% full. And this kind of has a correlation with eating slowly because your body takes a while to send you the signal that your stomach is full, you don't need to eat anymore. So when you stop at 80%, sometimes it could actually be the case that you have eaten to fullness, but your brain has just not registered it yet. But if you give yourself that time, you stop at 80%, after a while you'll realize that, oh, I'm actually full. Okay, so follow this principle and you should be good. Tip number 20, eat more protein. Protein is crucial for muscle building. So important, the building block of the body. Protein is more important for weight loss because it keeps you feeling full longer. You don't want to be hungry all the time because you're eating less food when you're trying to lose weight. So eat more protein. It'll preserve muscle mass. It will keep you feeling full longer. And in addition to that, protein also takes more energy to just digest. So it's good things happening from all angles. Eventually, weight loss or fat loss is a product of calories in versus calories out. Now, protein works, you know, at both ends of the equation because it will reduce your calories in because you'll feel fuller and it will increase your calories out because it takes more energy just to digest protein. So eat more protein. And if you'd like to learn more about how much protein to eat and all about protein timings, what kind of protein you should be eating. Everything is covered in episode four of the podcast. So you can go listen to that right after this episode. Tip number 21, keep most of your meals similar throughout the week. So if every single day you're eating a different meal for all of your meals, it's going to be so confusing to keep track of everything. But if you say ate the same breakfast and lunch, almost all days of the week and you kept maybe your dinner as something which you add some variety in, then it becomes much easier to plan ahead of time. A lot of people, they like to have a very disorganized way of eating. They don't have the same meals. They don't have fixed meal timings. It becomes a chaotic event. Eating becomes a chaotic event. And if you're someone like that, it's going to be hard for you to achieve your weight loss goals. So keep most of your meals similar throughout the week. This will firstly prevent decision fatigue. So every time you go to cook in the kitchen, you don't have to think, what should I eat today? What should I cook today? Because you already know beforehand that this is the thing that I have for lunch. And these are the steps that I need to do to execute. If you're someone who does not have a lot of headspace to think about what you're going to eat, what you're going to cook, I suggest plan a little bit ahead of time for the entire week and set a few fixed meals that you like to eat. and you know, eat just those for most of your meals. Keep maybe your snack as something that can have variety, but your major meals should more or less be same. 
Tip number 22, batch cook your meals. Now this can only be done if most of your meals are similar throughout the week. So tip number 21 has to be followed if you want to follow tip number 22. Batch cooking is just a productivity technique because every time if you have to cook something from scratch, you have to do all the steps over and over every single day. It takes up the same amount of time, whether you're cooking, cooking for one person or you're cooking for 10 people. You know that if you're someone who is experienced in the kitchen, you know that. So there is no difference if you cook for one person or for 10 people. So there is no difference if you cook once or 10 times. The time it takes is going to be the same because the processes, the steps are the same. So instead, pick out one day where you do all your grocery shopping. Pick out one day where you where you chop all the vegetables, what, whatever needs to be chopped and you store in the fridge and pick out another day to cook your meals in a batch and then store these in your freezer, in your fridge for the next couple of days. All you have to do then is heat it in the microwave, maybe make your basic carb source like your rice or your roti fresh and then just eat it with whatever was you know batch cooked earlier. So the meals that take most of your time should be ones that you should batch cook in advance for a few days if you are a very busy person okay this is what i recommend and you can only do this if most of your meals are similar and you have planned ahead of time tip number 23 don't keep high calorie snacks in the house i did a recent episode on this that is episode number 29 on why you should not focus overly on your willpower to you know control your tendency to indulge in snacking but instead you should focus on modifying your environment in such a way that there are not a lot of temptations with an easy 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 reach easy reach <laughs> okay easy reach so keep your environment free of food items that you don't want to eat like high calorie and snacks which will make it very hard for you to stick to a low calorie target. So don't buy a lot of snacks. And even if you do buy snacks, buy in very limited quantities, buy the smallest packets possible and you will be on track. And tip number 24, which is to follow tip number 23, is to uninstall food delivery apps from your phone. It is similar to keeping snacks in your house, high calorie and snacks in your house. Because every time you open your phone, if you keep seeing notifications from these apps, you will be tempted to order food, even if you were not thinking about it. So uninstall these apps, okay? Uh, mute the notifications from apps like these, and just don't let yourself be exposed to triggers, which will make you want to eat foods that are not conducive for your goals. Now the last and the final tip, tip number 25, quit your all or nothing mindset. And this is something that leads people to sabotage their own progress because they think of weight loss as something they're either doing completely at 100% or something that they're not doing at all. All right, so it's either zero or one, it's binary. So don't do that. Think of weight loss in terms of a dial that's like your fan regulator or the dial on a microwave oven, which controls like the wattage. So imagine a dial going from zero to 100, zero being like extremely low effort, no effort, and 100 being full effort and switch between say 20 to 80 in terms of your effort levels when it comes to your weight loss. 
if you are having a very hectic week, maybe you can tone down your effort to 30, 20, but still like you're cruising, you're not putting in a lot of effort. But when you are, when you have a low stress week, when you have more time in hand, you can crank up your effort level to maybe 80, 90. All right. So don't think of weight loss in terms of on and off. Think of it in terms of a dial that you can turn up and you can turn down depending on your life circumstances and you will have greater success in the long run. Ultimately, it's about consistency and not about intensity. So even if you're doing low intensity effort, but you're being consistent with it over time, you will see better results than someone who is very intense, but only for like short bursts. All right. So focus on this, focus on consistency, not on intensity. So that covers it. 25 weight loss tips to get you faster and better results. If you like the episode, please leave a rating on the podcast app that you're listening on right now and share this episode with one friend who you think will benefit from the content. If you have been trying to reach your weight loss goals for a while now, but are struggling a bit in the process, it's probably because of a lack of consistency, a lack of guidance or a lack of support. So if you'd like a 24-7 support system to hold your hand and guide you through the process till you get to your goals, you should check out one-on-one coaching. Visit workdayphysic.com to learn more. I'll see you again very soon. Until then, stay tuned, stay safe, and stay consistent.